there are no solutions, only trade-offs. You try to get the best trade-off you can get, that's all you can hope for. That is a quote from Thomas Sowell, famous economist. He's written, he's written like 89 bucks or something. I'm actually just ordering them all. Because that, that guy, the points he makes are phenomenal. Uh, the, first, the, the book that I kind of, is one of my favorite books, it's called Basic Economics. I, we, I've raised it at certain points on the podcast. Haven't ever covered the thing in full. But anyways, Thomas Sowell, if you don't know who he is, go look him up. He's freaking awesome. But there's no solutions, only trade-offs. And, and this is certainly a good, it's a good way of thinking that a lot of people don't really a lot of people don't really understand it, right? You gotta recognize that you're not always gonna get what you want. You're only gonna get some of what you want. And even to get some of what you want, you're gonna have to give up something else. That's the way it works. And people don't want to admit that. And when I heard this from Thomas Sowell, the first time I heard it, I didn't hear it from Thomas Sowell at all. I was, I was trying to buy my first house. And I was looking at various properties, you know, I had the real estate agent, you know, giving me the looks, showing me, and I was being kind of finicky, you know, like, well, I don't know about that. And finally, my real estate agent who got frustrated with me, because probably because probably I shut down a couple deals where I was like, eh, yeah, not really. Finally, my real estate agent says, um, every house is going to have advantages and disadvantages. Every house. Every single house that you want. It's going to have a big yard, but it's going to be a small house. Or it's going to be a small house, but it's going to have a big yard. Or it's going to have a low price, but it needs work. Or it's going to be in good shape, but it's going to have a high price. Or it's going to have a bad layout that's flexible. Or it's going to have a good layout, but there's not much flexibility to it. Or it's going to have, hey, a bunch of privacy, but it's hard to get to. Or it's going to be easy to get to, but you don't have a lot of privacy. So the list goes on and on. And... And a lot of times it's just the price versus whatever. You know, like, oh, you can live in this neighborhood, but it costs more. Or you can have a bigger house, but it costs more. Sometimes that's the, that's the, that's the variable. But here's why I wanted to bring this up. It's real obvious, but sometimes we fail to recognize what the trade-offs are and that we can actually parse them out and figure out what part of the deal you want to keep? What, what is actually important to you? So that you can keep the things that you care about and you can let go of the things that you don't really care about. So when you're putting a deal together, you gotta think about this. But here's the thing. This is the important part. This is your life too. Right? This is actually your life too. You don't get to do everything you want to do. You don't. Nobody does. You don't get to spend time with your family and focus on work and focus on training and focus on learning and focus on relaxing and learning a new skill. You don't get to focus on everything. It doesn't work that way. We have to pay attention to it though. And fundamentally what it boils down to is you need to prioritize and execute. But with the time that you have in your life that you want to focus, you got to weigh out and parse out what's actually really important to you so you can get the best, let's say the best deal out of life. You have to, you have to understand 
what's on the table. You gotta understand what's on the table. And I think that's what the mistake people, people don't even know what's on the table. They don't, they don't pay attention to what's on the table. Like, they don't pay attention to what the trade-offs are. They don't pay attention to what they care about and what they don't care about. And sometimes they care about something that somebody else cares about and they're thinking that now that's important. Or they just see what's real obvious and they just grab whatever they can without thinking about what they're gonna leave on the table. You know, you're gonna, you can only fit so much in your hands and some of it's gonna left, get left behind. So you gotta think about that. You gotta pay attention to that. Because if you're not paying attention to it, you're gonna leave some things on the table and you're gonna look up and you won't be able to hold anything else. So pay attention. Probably a good situation to detach, take a step back. How do you do that? Write down what's on the table. Actually write it down, that's how you detach from it. You write it down, you make a list of what's on the table, you make a list of what's at stake, you make a list of what the trade-offs are, and then you prioritize that list to make sure that the trade-offs, because there's no solution. There's no perfect solution. You're only gonna get trade-offs, so pay attention so that you're trading off the right things so you can keep as much of what you want as you can and you can let go of the things that you don't care about. Little life advice from Thomas Sowell. The more you get paid nicely, the more you buy nicer things, the more you go from sleeping on fucked up cots to sleeping on fucking, you know, mattresses that are formed to your shape of your body and heat temperature and silk sheets and all this shit, man. Man, it's hard to get out of bed with some silk sheets, brother. And that fucks people up. That's why I ain't got silk sheets. And this is the thing about it. I started going through a time in my life where I started becoming more successful. With, with, with more success, it became harder for me to be Goggins. So what I started doing was I went back to the old school. Like I said, nothing is learned at the top of a mountain. I had to go back to where David Goggins was fat in his mind. I said, how did you get to where you are? I became feelingless. And what that means is I'm not saying turn off your feelings towards your family, your wife, your husband. I'm not saying that. Turn your feelings off when it comes down to you wanting to be better. What that means is when that alarm clock goes off, your feelings gotta go away. It's raining outside, it's cold outside, but you don't wanna put those long hours in at work? That's what I'm talking about, your feelings must go away. When you know everybody's gone home to their families, but you know, you wanna be the top salesperson in the world? Or you wanna be the fucking best lawyer in the world, whatever the fuck it is? When everybody leaves to go home, and there's only one light on, in a building, a 15-story building, and only one office, Every office is fucking dark. There's one office with one light on, and as those motherfuckers go from the club, they look up every day, two o'clock in the morning, they see that, and that fucking light's always on. That's the motherfucker right there you gotta be. You can't have feelings about when everybody leaves. Oh man, I wish I was going home to my fucking beautiful family. That is true, but you gotta learn to shut your feelings off if you want to achieve greatness. And greatness is only achieved when your feelings about that kind of shit, and let me say that kind of shit, so for those soft people who may be listening to this, 
Don't put words in my mouth. I'm not talking about your fucking family and all that shit. I'm talking about the grind. The fucking grind. Your feelings have to go away.